Hello, you're listening to Track by Track, the Trash Music Podcast, with me, Dan Bull, editor of Trash, which you can find at movetotrash.co.uk, and me, we're our music enthusiast and contributor to Trash. And on the turntable this week, we've got Don't Know What's Cool Anymore by Alphabet. And Dan, this is a first for us, because this is our, this album is brand new, it's just been released today. Yes, I have been listening to this album since midnight, um, just to try and learn all about it. What a fantastic album it is as well. Uh, and Alphabet, second time this year we're talking about Alphabet on the podcast. I think, was it March, the last time we talked about their first album? Uh, yes, it was, yes, and uh, which brought, brought them back really, didn't it? Uh, something else a bit special about this episode as well, isn't there, Will? Yes, uh, this is our first track by track we uh, have recorded with the band themselves. So we met up with Alphabet to discuss the new album, the tracks, the songwriting process, uh, and we had lots of other questions for them as well, didn't we? We did. You talked a lot about, I think you used it to drive your own agenda <laughs> and to get some answers on some questions you wanted to hear about. Well, that's the whole purpose of this podcast, isn't it? It's <laughs> what it was all leading up to. Uh, but we met up with them earlier on in the week uh, and they were absolutely lovely and were very generous in sharing some great stories about this album, what brought them back together uh, after quite a long hiatus of, how long was it? Ooh, about six years without mm. between releases, yeah. Um, and also um, talk with great affection about some of their older music and some of their um, memories about living in London, which they did around the time of the second album. And yet, spoiler alert, there's no further listening from Will and I this week because we left it open to Alphabet. Uh, we're very generous, aren't we, like that? Very generous. So, should we see what happened when we met Alphabet? What happened when we met Alphabet? Here it is. So, welcome, Alphabet. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. And um, I guess we've got half of Alphabet with us today. Yeah. Yes. Um, just to kick off, who is with us from, from the band today? Uh, Anders SG. The lead singer? Yes, and Steve, the other singer. And I'm Anders B, the guitarist. Well, thank you for joining us, guys. And it is an incredibly exciting day because it is your first new album in six years. Yes. So the big question is, why did it take so long? <laughs> well, we've actually been on a, on a real break for five years. We didn't play together at all. Uh, didn't write songs. No. Didn't know if we were ever going to write more songs. All of a sudden, these guys sent me an email saying, Stina, we've actually written some songs that could be Elfbeat songs. Would you mind popping down the studio? And it was quite a surprise for me. Um, but I had a really good feeling, like, going there and, um, and singing that song, a uh, song called Sometimes, that ended up on the album, felt so natural. And I guess it just something, the music made it happen, you know. There's some songs that kind of made us say, wow, we kind of see how Elfbeat could make sense in 2019. Yeah, and we, I guess, I guess everyone needed a break yeah. because we 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 we'd been together since we were kids, kind of, and uh, we 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 spent so much time together and uh, only made music in in that in in that group. And I think yeah. everyone needed to go do do something uh, outside of Elfbeat and and try and work with other artists and do stuff on your own and just. Figure out who we are, apart from being Elfbeat members, yeah. you know. And it's great to have you back in London, back in the UK again. How does it feel to be kind of back 
out there with new music, getting to meet people like us, and, and getting out there. Again. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a big thing. Yeah, I know. It's it's really great. Actually, it is. Yeah, it is. It is. And uh, the thing is, we've done this album. We've done it almost exactly how we want it to be, without thinking, trying not to think about what's uh, the music scene like in 2019 and everything. Uh, but then you know, putting the music out and 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 realizing it, it's actually connecting with uh, our old audience and our new audience is uh, amazing. We talked about your first album back in April on yeah. one of our episodes, um, and actually just at that time was when we first heard that you were coming back with a new record, mm. a new song, um, and you know we like to think that was kind of. Uh, by us talking about you, <laughs> yes. you kind of made it happen. Definitely, and it's funny because a few other a few other groups have done the same thing around the same time as well. Um, so it's worked out really nicely to come to have you come and join us today to talk about the new album today yeah. as well. Sweet. Uh, so before we get stuck into the new album, just want to mention um, you've already played some of these songs live, right? At Borderline yeah. in London earlier this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How how did it's, they go down? We were supposed to play Borderline, but there was like water damage on the day, so oh, it was cancelled, and then we were moved to Oslo in Hackney. Mm. So we were very excited about that show to see if people were still going to come and show up. But, but it, it was an amazing night, and yeah. we, we did play some of the new songs. We played a song called Sing a Song, that is a song about us, all the things we've been through as men. And, uh, and I, I genuinely feel like people understood the lyrics. Mm. It, it's it, uh, at, uh, at that gig. It was like uh, it, was, it was an amazing audience. They really, they were diehard fans, and they really appreciated uh, the music. You could feel that, and uh, that's it's rare that you play a show uh, as Alpha Beat, but people are uh, people encourage you to play uh, all the old album, 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 tra- album tracks and not singles. That's that, that was that was that was quite amazing. Well, we were gutted to miss it because we were at Glastonbury at the time. Yeah, oh, yes. of course. Uh, yeah. So, which was great, but um, <laughs> we're gonna, you know, we're gonna be there next year. And yes. obviously, seeing you guys at Glastonbury would be amazing. Have you done Glastonbury? Yeah. Yeah. We did it in uh, uh, eight, right? Eight, yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Would, would you like to, to do it again? Yeah. So, yeah. Why not? Yes. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah. So it's it's like the best festival in the in the UK. Yeah. The world. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It was a big experience to be there, and we were we we knew that it that was a big deal when we did it. So yeah. I'd just like to get my request in now for rubber boots if you don't have tracks. Fantastic. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. We actually we actually rehearsed it one time just yeah. a, 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 like a few months ago. Yeah. So I think you we were a bit split. So you Dan loves the first album the most and I'm yeah. a massive fan of the second album nice. um, so I think we we would love to hear like all the new songs plus Those tracks two, from yeah, the first yeah. two in particular nice yeah. I, I agree we agree yeah they are I think those the, the first two albums are special uh, in each in their own way you know because yeah. the first album probably my favourite too uh, of course the new album is is actually my yeah. favourite at the moment Generally, but yeah, yeah. And it's also revisiting a little bit the vibe from the first album, actually, uh, where where we uh, where it was all about like basics, yes, the songs, you guys singing your hearts out, and just you know like. But the second album is special to us because it's very much a London album because we were we we moved to London and we 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 didn't have a rehearsal space. That's also why it's it sounds the way it does. So we were like, okay. And we, we kind of discovered this, uh, the whole dance 
scene, uh, house music and everything, like the whole UK thing. And, and that was the second album was actually us getting into that and trying to yeah. trying to do that in a way that's actually pretty messed up. But that's that's the beautiful uh, thing about music, right? When you try to do something, uh, it always ends up uh, you kind of you kind of miss it a little mm. bit, and it and yeah. it becomes. Your own thing. Your own thing, exactly, yeah. I've got really loads of great memories from going to your gigs kind of way back the first time round and mm-hmm. cool. really excited for the, for the gigs next year. Mm-hmm. But I think it was, again, from the, those small venues where it felt really intimate and you felt really part of an yeah. experience that was going on. Yeah. And I think it's... I've never been to gigs that, that create a similar sort of really intimate yet with big songs and... A, Big band, really? you you always seem to really enjoy the live shows. Um, yes. That always seems to come across. Is that's that thinking about? Is it like next year when you think about touring? Is that something you really like? You can't wait to to get out there with a, with yeah. a whole new show. Yeah, so, so <laughs> excited, and we've always been a live band. You know, yeah. it's that's that's the main goal of, of writing a song. We want to write a song that's so good that we're gonna love touring with it for years and years and years. You know, yeah. mm. that's always kind of what we we imagine when we write a song. Like, yeah. is this gonna work live as well? Can you feel that we're a band? Um, so yeah, we've. We've been playing together this summer, and there's like an energy on stage together that we've been missing for uh, I, I would say like eight or nine years. Yeah, yeah. actually. Yeah. And 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 the new the, the great thing about the new album is the songs are actually so simple and basic that mm. yeah. now we're doing on the Sunday after the album comes comes out we're doing a radio special in Denmark where we're playing the whole album you know like from start to finish like uh, like yeah. a classic live, album live kind on, of thing. So yeah, so that's great, and we and we were rehearsing for that this week, and it, yeah. and it just felt. So really good. Uh, yeah. Good to play those songs because yeah. they are. They just work. It 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 just works. You know. And simple sounds a little bit bad. I would say classic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice one. Yeah. Well, yeah. Probably a great time to get stuck into the new album then Definitely. and go through yes. it yeah. track by track mm-hmm. as we do. Um, so yeah, this is side one, track one, and this is shadows. So that was track one, Shadows. Obviously, that was the first new music we heard from you yeah. um, for some time, and that was—I mean, it was brilliant to hear. It was great to, first of all, just to hear that you were back recording new music, um, and it was a real—I think for us, for me anyway, not to speak on behalf of you, Dan—but it was a real punch of energy. What was behind that track, and that being the first track? Well, I, I think it, it being a being the first track, I think to us. It sounded a lot like us. Yeah. We didn't. We didn't. Uh, we didn't. It wasn't like we sat down and, and thought about well, how 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 do we want to sound or or how can we how can we make make something that really sounds like us? It was just very like an unconscious uh, thing of just writing a song, and, and that just it, it was a very quick song to write. So it just it felt very organic for us in in in, in, the, in the process, and we wanted to continue that. Like in the studio, we just wanted to record the song as it, as it was, not get the, not, 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 not produce, not spend too much 
time on the computer producing it. And so we got a, a, a guy, a, a, a really talented producer, a young guy uh, called Emil Falk from Denmark that we know. And, and we went to the studio with him and we just uh, got the basic tracks down and, and everything sounded it just it just sounded right. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I would say. But the only thing is that what we did was we also used it as a way of getting the band back together. Because what we actually did before uh, we did the record, we we spent a lot of time rehearsing it, like we did, like you know, back in the day. Yeah. So we spent a lot of time as a yes. band playing the song. Yes. Uh, without any purpose other than kind of getting to know the song, you know, getting to know your way around it, and uh, and it and it also was a way for us, the six of us in the band, to spend time together doing something that made sense, you know, like, yeah. like and that was kind of, yeah, that was yeah. kind of pointing in, uh, in a direction. So, it's, it, it is, uh, it's the first single, it's the first track on the album, and it's also kind of uh, a song that, yeah, it was, it helped yeah. us kind of getting back together, actually. And then there's also uh, a UK mix of the song as well, isn't there? Mm. Mm -hmm. That came a little bit later, so how did that one come about? That's actually a guy called Jeremy Wheatley who yes. he did it on the first album as well. He did a UK mix of 10,000 Nights and maybe one other song, I think. So it was just um, to... It made sense to, 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 you know, to use one of the guys that we, we worked with prior. Um, yeah. we, we knew that he, he was... It was really good, and um, yeah, so yeah. Uh, and the song it did very well. It was uh, Radio Two playlisted, and you did it quite recently on Graham Norton as well. So yes. you must be thrilled with how how well it's done. We're so thrilled. Totally. Like to begin with, it went so well in Denmark, and we were so excited and relieved that people were connecting with it. And then to see that it's now um, blossoming in in the UK is amazing. Should we move on to track two? Good idea. Yes. Totally. So track two uh, is I don't know what's cool anymore. I relate to that song so much in that I think we're both in our 30s yeah. as yeah. well one, now. One more than another. Well, I'm 40 <laughs> this year, but um, uh, it's the sentiment behind this song is yeah. so relatable, particularly probably for a lot of fans that you've had since mm. since yeah. when you when you first um, when you first came about that they're True. probably similar age. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're all in our 30s in the band, and uh, <laughs> and you know times are changing so quickly, so I. I we know for a fact that that's how some people felt about us when we were 18, like, why are they dressed like that? What's going on with that? Is that a hip? Or <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, and it's just a really fun sentiment of, you know, realizing that and saying it out loud that maybe we're not, you know, maybe we're not trendsetters at the moment. Maybe we don't know exactly what's going on with the 18 year olds, but maybe that's okay. You know, mm. maybe that doesn't matter. Maybe we just stick to our own gut feelings like yeah. we've done on this whole album. Yeah, and that's what's yeah. cool, you that's know, what's because cool, yeah. it's it's so. Um, there's one thing that you know for sure. It's definitely uncool to to try and go for that kind yeah. of. Uh, and be 18 when you're 35. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the only thing that's for certain. Yeah, and, and music, <laughs> you know music wise as well, because like yeah. going for whatever is in the charts right now is just it's, it's the worst. It's the worst starting point to to make some music, you know, because mm. it's yeah. it's going to be dated when you get your music out and just. Yeah, just do what do what you feel like and, and, and believe in yourself. I think the music scene is very different now to if you think that's 10, 15 years ago, where yeah. it's not about getting the number one 
record anymore. There's so much, you know, it's not about mm. buying, like physically buying CDs. It's there's lots, there's such a big market now for whatever you want to yeah. record and whatever you want to release. There's yeah. going to be a, a, a group that are, that love it and that are, they're interested in it as well. And I think when we when we you know wrote the lyrics, we also kind of started like you know zooming out a little bit and thinking about maybe we've never actually been focused no. on cool and maybe that's what's worked for us. Maybe because we decided to to make happy pop music. In a in a decade where everyone else were doing uh, moody rock in Denmark at least, maybe maybe that's exactly what's our thing and what makes us cool or work at least. Um, and let's keep doing that and write a song about it. My my favorite part of the song, the, the lyrics are fantastic. But my favorite part is that breakdown, that really like the bass comes out, yeah. and it's, it sounds like nothing Alphabet have done before. I think it's just such a cool like. Did that well, come that's next? that's yeah. We we were this song is. A, a song that we did from scratch in the studio with uh, two other guys actually uh, yes. that are not in the band. Uh, uh, yeah. Emil, who's produced on the record, and a girl from Sweden. So it was just it was a real it was uh, just it was all done in that session, and uh, we were like, okay, we got to the second chorus, and you know, you kind of know what's gonna happen. We we're gonna need some kind of mid eighty mid eight kind of thing here, yeah, and sure. uh, some something different, and we were like. Uh, we should do something that's kind of. We don't need lyrics for this, but we need to kind of illustrate the point of, uh, of I don't know what's cool anymore. So it just shifts completely, and it's uh, there's an organ happening. There's some bass. It's almost. I don't know. It's a bit too much. Yeah, we were like, it's a little. It sounds a little like delight. Was actually the only yeah. reference we could come up with yeah. in the studio. But it's and there's a na 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 uh, thing mm -hmm. happening. So nah, it's it's nah, 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 nah. it's actually just to um, <laughs> about yeah that. it's actually just to kind of underline the point the of uncoolness yeah what is and uh, <laughs> uh, you know at the label she was like I absolutely love the song but but that minute that has What's to go <laughs> yeah oh. it's too uncool and we, and we were like perfect yeah perfect. Yeah, 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 so yeah. yeah but she because she's she's, she's twenty yeah. she's very she's yeah. young. And she's a cool young girl. She's cool. Yeah. She's so, into uh, urban stuff. But yeah. So we were like, okay, okay. Yeah. if you don't like that, it's that's, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so track three now, um, yes. and this is uh, back of my bike. Yeah, we gonna So back of my bike there, that's the first taste of brand new music for anyone who's heard the singles already. Mm, yeah. So is that, is oh, that yeah. like Will and I, with this podcast, track by track, we, it's all about celebrating the art of an album. So how big is that decision then to have that first brand new taste there? And how much do you guys debate over the track listing? <laughs> we did we did actually talk a lot about the track listing. Yeah, we did. Yes. It's difficult and we, to do the perfect track listing. Yeah. yeah. We went for, I think, for the classic kind of way of doing it where you have the singles you can't just it's like we did on our first album you just have mm. the first single second, second 
Or maybe I'm actually getting it wrong because it, but that's yeah, what we're yeah, doing yeah, now. That's not the <laughs> so, uh, so when we get to side B, it's kind of a different vibe. Or we yeah. call it side B, but like from track yeah. six. From vinyl, vinyl point of view. Uh, so, but this is, I think this is still like very alphabet. It's yeah. more yeah. Uh, slow. We feel very much in our comfort zone at some at some points at this album, and then again. There's some stuff on the album that feels so new to us, lyric-wise and stuff, and 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 vibe-wise as well. But uh, yeah, so it's it's always in in the, in the process of making an album. Sometimes you you go like, okay, right now we we want to we want we 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 need to get into that comfort mm. zone of, of 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 doing something that we know, you yeah. know. And then the next day you work on something that feels. Like you're out on the limb and some yeah. yeah. Well, you're discussing. Is this too weird for Elfbeat? Yeah, 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 yeah. But this song is actually maybe the one that is most like a little film or a little musical. We've always, yeah. uh, it's always been very visual to us with the lyrics. It's like we, you have to imagine Stina and a crew on a bike, and okay. ST is coming yeah, yeah. from the other side of town, and they're kind of hooking up in the middle of the song. There's a this little battle thing. Yeah. In, in Copenhagen, riding your bike is quite a big thing, so um, it's going to be interesting to see if like the UK audience connect with it in the same way. <laughs> riding but your bike in London is a horrible it's, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I know. You're I, suicidal. Yeah. No, but it's yeah, it's very common to ride your bike in Denmark, right? So yeah. it's it's. And the song is very much about that that feeling of freedom and you know just getting out on your bike and picking up your friend and you're not really sure where you're gonna go. It's yeah. rem- rem- and then we have a simpler time when you just didn't care and exactly. you could just go and do whatever you wanted to do. Yeah. yeah. And does this mean that this is the third single? Hmm. <laughs> with with a very specific video idea, and the fact is, the third. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe, maybe, but that—that's—that's that's actually another thing we're discussing at the yeah. moment. Does it even make sense to put out singles after you've you've put the, album, put the yeah. songs mm-hmm. out? But yeah. I guess for radio and stuff, maybe it, it does. Uh, and musically, I really like. There's some. Um, like we mentioned before we started recording, Will and I aren't musicians, but we're music lovers. Yeah. So there's some really vintage synth sort of vocoder yeah. going on. Yeah. That, and it kind of just comes in, it's a little bit of a surprise, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's actually, again, that's uh, Emil Falk, our producer. He, uh, he, he, he did the vocoder on that, on that track. He's, he's, he's such a nerd and he, <laughs> he's got the exact same setup as the, because you can, you can do that stuff on the computer. But he's got the real analog setup, uh, and and he's he's really proud of uh, that that the setup is is exactly the same as uh, as uh, the Bruno Mars. Um, ah, because yeah, he, he studied that uh, okay. how how they did that, and uh, and he's got the exact same setup. You so have to stop. If we hadn't been very very firm with him, there would have been vocal on. Because <laughs> when you get to a point where you've recorded the drums, you have the vocals, you have everything, he's like. You can kind of, he's kind of sneaking over to that <laughs> vocal thing and he's yeah. like, guys, how about this? And it and sounds about like a share album. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so we were like, no, no, no. Going. And then on this song, okay. Yeah, but we actually did cut back on the song as well, a lot on, on the vocal, yeah. because oh, yeah. he just, yeah, he just, yeah. Puts nice. it <laughs> yeah. So track number f- five, uh, four now, oh. uh, track four now, this is Goldmine. Goldmine, mine, mine.
was Goldmine. It, this was initially my favourite track on the album. Um, that chorus is such a punch, and it's so um, so instant. What was the what was the story behind this track? It goes back quite a long ride. Yeah, it was kind of like just a hippie kind of uh, acoustic guitar kind of demo at the beginning. Uh, Anders and I were doing it actually in. Um, and that was before we knew. Mike, I have a. We, we didn't. Yeah. We, we yeah. Before we agreed upon doing new music, this was this was prior to that. It was actually. just a little jam. Yeah. We, we did it in a. I have a like a cabin, a summer house where we've actually done a lot of work on the album. Yeah. And Anders and I were up there at one point, and uh, our lives were a mess, and we didn't know what was <laughs> happening. This was before Alphabet was back yeah. together and everything, and we were just like, okay, let's do some music, let's see what happens. And, and we had this track, and it's like we just, it was we, a just, we, just we just we just watched the Oasis, uh, yeah. Oasis documentary. But, but it was it was two it was just two days. Uh, I, I think we were there and we were just making so much music we weren't really uh, oh, kind of um, it was just like we came back from, from from after those two days and we were listening back to what we'd done actually in a way so it was like mm, what actually happened up there and we were like there's something well. we were like there's something here it's like yeah. it's it's a little uh, it's it's like a rock song in a way but it's also some kind of Pharrell kind of thing happening we thought it was like yeah, yeah. Mm, interesting and then we spend a lot of time that's also an, another song that we spend a lot of time rehearsing with the band and exactly and it's, it's we recorded in the same session as uh, as the shadows mm. uh, song and um, it's just to me it's just uh, the production is just my blowing it's Emil who done he's he's done all the production on the song it's just uh, it's it sounds I've, I always when you crank it up on a good set of speakers it's just it sounds it sounds amazing I can't wait to hear it live. Yeah, it's really be, good live, it's and, it's, it was, it and it is quite instant. That's yeah. what we uh, kind of realized exactly. while rehearsing that maybe we should actually bring that on the summer tour, even though it wasn't released, because people could possibly connect to it, and they really did. Mm. It's a great live track. So I'm sad to say, Will said before he uh, he's seen you live. I'm sad to say I haven't seen you live yet. So it's going to be my first time. Mm. Again, this is one of the songs I was really hoping for, and one of the things I'm going to bring up that Will knows I'm going to bring up is that I could have seen you live. Um, on the Spice Girls tour. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did you turn down? They didn't so. show up. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> but um, yeah, for a lot of people, that that is like a. I think when they find out, that's like a major decision. But yeah. is, it, is it one you still stand by? Completely. Yeah, yeah. it is, and it, and it was. It was strange to be so so certain that we shouldn't do it because I was a huge Spice Girls fan. Like yeah. it's the, the only band I've ever really been a fan of. You know. I wanted to be Milty. <laughs> um, so it was so strange to sit there, uh, arrived in London with my band and mm. feeling like, wow, we shouldn't actually. It was so important for us that people didn't misunderstand what Alphabet was about. Yeah. Yeah. And I think another thing is that we, we're, we're, we're so focused on the whole the, the live experience and, and actually, to be honest, promoting the first album, everything, totally organic. Huh? Yeah, the build up, the build up. Starting from from the really small venues and then ending up playing huge festivals, playing to twenty thousands of people in Denmark, that was that was really that was that was great. But we what we really wanted to do in the UK was to do that exact thing: start from the very small barflies uh, uh, and 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 then and then see everything build up uh, organically. And and that and we we actually I, I love playing those small gigs. I remember when back when we were on tour and and Fascination came on radio came out on radio and during that tour we saw we, we, we were doing a support kick uh, for another act and we, we ended up like people started to go to, they, they were just there to, to see us and they started to 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 
get out. Go on when, yeah, when 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 the when the, the headliners uh, got on, and it that was that that feeling is just I've, 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 that I love that. that you feel that. so much prouder when you've actually worked your bums off. It's <laughs> not so great for the headliner, though, but <laughs> oh, that's no, not, doesn't matter. Let's not talk about. <laughs> no, 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 good people. So it's it's oh, okay. Fine. Name names. Yeah, yeah, names. Yeah. Um, this is uh, editing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Editing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's when you build a really emotional connection with a group. It's when you've seen yeah. a group place the small venues, when you feel it's more exactly. intimate and it's your, exactly. it's for you. Yeah, exactly. That was, that was such a, a, a great deal for us to, to, yeah, to get that, you know, establish that intimate vibe that you talk about, that you've experienced at our gigs. Mm. When I, it's, it's, I, I want to play those huge gigs, but yeah. I, I wanted, I want everything to, to, uh, and it also, in a it way. also underlines something that is. True, but but because that the audience that come to those gigs are a huge part of building the band, you know, mm -hmm. because it, it's not something you can make those plans and go okay, we should go from here to here. But it it, it, it all comes down to you know people showing up at the bar fly and then mm -hmm. thinking Telling that was good. I want to come back. So it's it's kind of yeah, it's just how it, it is. I remember seeing you in Bristol, which is. In the southwest, which is way out of London, yeah. the fact that yeah. you ca the, you came to a small venue in a small in a small city, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it felt really personal, really special. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we did that again, cool. again, and again. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, it feels like a great time to talk about the next song or have a listen to it anyway. Um, yes. It covers a lot of this ground. So this is track number five and sing a song. Let's sing a song. Just sing a song. So, uh, first things first, Pearl Jam. <laughs> <laughs> Still into Pearl Jam? Uh, no, I let it go. I let yeah. it go. <laughs> and it, do, it does sound quite surprising, you know, it's, it's not the obvious, or, you know, an Alpha Beat fan wouldn't think that was obvious influence, but I guess the six of you in the band, there's obviously lots of different influences yeah. together. But, yeah, that's the thing with this song, it's just, I, I still remember, and it, Anders did, uh, like, he, he had the idea for the song, and he had, he had, he had written some, some, some lyrics, and he, uh, we were in the studio, and it still needed a chorus, I think, but, but the, the whole, the whole the concept, story the story, and every, yeah. everything, and the, the lyrics were there. And I remember when you, when you started reading those lyrics, I, I was, I, with the Pearl Jam, and the, the thing was, that it was the truth. So yeah. it just, it just, it, it, it was. Um, it shows how well we know each other. Yeah. That you can write that. That I'm actually writing. Yeah. Your. Our words. And, that's, that's, and it feels like yeah, crazy. we don't need to edit that. That's the truth. It yeah. was just, it was, it was, it was quite an overwhelming feeling because it was, it was, it was the truth. But it was, it's, it was such a new vibe to me, yeah. lyric-wise for us because we'd never done something like that at all. No. So it was, but, but it just. And when it's the truth, it's, it's, it makes sense. Yeah, and actually for the, the first two lines, now we're talking about them, there's actually something in there that maybe you couldn't even have written yourself because the thing about the math teacher, <laughs> that he, 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 was, he was worried about, like he's wondering what would become of you. Yeah. It's because my dad was very good friends with Anna's math teacher <laughs> back from our, our hometown, and he, he's told me afterwards that 
You know that math teacher? He was he was so worried about uh, Anders, and, yeah. and he was just so relieved that it, it all went That's well, so and because he thought this is a guy who could, it could go both ways ways with him <laughs> so so that's that's where that's yeah, from. next yeah. level lyrics yeah. right there yeah, yeah. yeah. but it, other other than that the lyrics speak for themselves in this song it's just it's basically very literal and yeah. telling is. exactly what what uh, happened with alphabet how it all started and how coming to the uk was both amazing and also harsh you know in it the was end difficult. Rough. yeah yeah, yeah. What, what was difficult about it i think just coming to the UK and realizing how you know the market is just twenty times bigger than in Denmark and the you know reaching top ten in the charts was so much more important than what we've been used to. And it was. It, I think it, it it only got really difficult when we had to kind of follow up on what was had become a yeah. very huge success yeah. and we were so far both literally but also i guess mentally we were far from home you know from back from where it all started so maybe uh, in that process i don't I, I think it was it wasn't all bad uh, in any way but we were we were kind of uh, maybe a little disconnected from what was the core of the band to begin with yeah. and uh, that was a little difficult because all the people around us who knew us very well, they were still back in Denmark, also the, the people we've been working with, our label and stuff. Okay, so track number six now, this is Sometimes. Shine light, shine inside, coming through my window, keep me up all night, let me stay wild, on your mind, just shine, 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 sometimes. Sometimes life is easy, sometimes it's hard, but I'm still strong. So sometimes there, and if I'm not mistaken, this is the first new Alphabet song, right? Yeah. That's the song that kicked yeah. Kick everything off. off. Yeah. 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 Me and Anis, we were working together on other projects and songwriting and stuff, and, and I came into the studio one day and he, he said, um, sometimes he does that. I got a, I got a good, I got a great idea. I got a great idea. And, but this, this, on this particular day, he said, "You might want to sit down for this." <laughs> and then he said, "That song we worked on um, the other day. What if, what if that song was an alphabet song? And uh, could you, could you picture that at all?" And uh, and I, I had to take, take my time and and, uh, and just get my head around it. But uh, but uh, but but then I, I, I felt like, yeah, of course that we we we, we need to. We need to, 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 to check that out if, if, if there's something in it and uh, because I really like the material but, but I, we didn't know what to do with it and then it, it felt then, very natural. Yeah, then Stina? Then I came down and, um, and, and heard that idea and tried to sing it with Anders and it just felt very natural and it, it, for yeah. me it also kind of felt like higher powers because I, I'd been listening to country music at home for the first time in my life, I think. Uh, Casey Musgraves, I was listening to it constantly and came down and listened to this song that was kind of, kind of country-ish as well. Mm. Meanwhile, it felt like Elphabet, like how we could sound now. Yeah, it's a song about success, not uh, not only in the kind of shallow way about, you know, being in the in the charts and on TV and all that that's <laughs> in the lyric, but also uh, feeling like... Uh, yeah, just feeling successful on the inside, I guess. Mm. And um, yeah, so it's a song about. It is a song about coming back and uh, and uh, mm. yeah. That must have been a nice moment when you thought, 
this is it. We're going to do it. Let's yeah. do it. Let's yeah. go for it again. But actually, that on that day, that day was really magical. It's just, mm. it 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 just, uh, yeah. I, I still really, I really, uh, yeah. It, I I was really moved that day. It was mm. it was a very emotional day because it just. It just felt so right singing again, just and it was just on the acoustic guitar. And it just, it exactly. just, it, it yeah. So the long break and the fact that this song, it it, 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 it kind of brought us back to basics. It was just yeah. the two of you, your vocals and the and a, and a guitar was, and then you you felt like we, we had the sound of alphabet. It was mm. like yeah. nothing's yeah. changed, and still it, it felt new. So that's yeah. always gonna be special to us to play that song. So number seven now, track seven. This is now you know. Now you know. Now you know there, we're going to come out and say there's some wonderful cowbell in there. Yes, <laughs> thanks for noticing. Courtesy of uh, Stina. Yeah. Stina's She's playing cowbell now on stage, actually, yeah. 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 Ah. SG has always had the tambourine and we thought, well... Maybe I should have something, yeah. and the cowbell just feels really good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Another you rock that, you tool. rock that yeah. cowbell. Yeah. And you, Especially you have a when one. you get to be a little bit bitchy like I do in that song. <laughs> it's a really good feeling to have a cowbell yeah. in your hand too. And it just adds to that, there's a, there's a real country feel to a lot of these new songs. Mm -hmm. Particularly this, this last few that we've heard, yeah. the cowbell just really adds to yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. But this is such a fun song for me to, to sing. Uh, I love that I'm, uh, I'm allowed to, to, uh, to diss people. Because yeah. we all do that sometimes, don't we? It's inspired by certain people yeah. in, in the music business that are a little... Um, actually, like we talked about before, I don't know what's cool anymore. They yeah. maybe uh, that are holding on a little bit too hard yeah. to, you yeah. know, trying to be young. Be cool. And, yeah, yes. be cool. Yeah. 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 Trying a little bit too hard and it's a little... Um, uh, it just... Doesn't just too much. Yeah. No. So that's, yeah. that's basically what it's about. And you... Um, and it's also nice because in the beginning it was just you singing the whole song, just Stina. And we were like, okay, we have to get Anders in there because you've done so many songs where you're like, yeah. uh, you're singing sweet stuff and uh, yeah. not necessarily to each other, but you know, like in a duet. And it was so nice to have a song with the two of you singing like, to each other and being like yeah. really... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was quite, that was a visual, that was like an image for to us as well, yeah. like seeing me and Stina be like, yeah. yeah, shouting at each other. Track number eight now, this is I, uh, The Answer. From all So that was the answer there. Uh, lovely to hear a choir. Yeah. yeah. Where, did, where did the idea for that come from? Well, it was actually like uh, sticking to that like gut feeling of that we could all kind of hear a gospel choir coming in the, at that point, and I think all the other people would be like, no, 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 that's too cheesy. We can't do that. And, like, and at the moment, we're just like, might not be cool to do a gospel choir, but that's what this song is telling us to do. Yeah. So we're gonna just do it. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and we realized we could do it on our own if we were kind of play. We were in character in my in my <laughs> home studio. We and it's actually just the three of us just singing yeah. like 
being like singing in different kind of ways, yeah. trying to sound like sound like gospel, gospel singers. <laughs> that's also that's also another thing about the album. I think is that it's it is still kind of a little DIY because you you could have, I guess you could have booked that big choir and stuff, but it, it felt like this was probably the right way to do it. So. Um, you feel more connected to the song when you've done that gospel choir yourself. Yeah. That's so interesting. I, I would have put money on there. I'd be an actual gospel choir there. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's really good. Call us, call us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's because we found out um, Sam Smith and those kind of guys, they yeah. can do it all on their own. So we thought, if he can do it, we can do it. Yeah. But also, on, yeah. my, on my solo album, you know, there was quite a lot of gospel things. And, yeah. and me and Nikolai Lastel, my producer, did that ourselves as well. So yeah, like, so you knew how to do Let's it. just try it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great point in the album as well. The penultimate track, as you're kind of building towards the end, it's a great moment to do to, to feature that yeah. and, uh, cool. and to put that into a track. Yeah. yeah. So, moving on to the final track of the album, yes. Alpha Beat, one of the kind of the biggest party bands around. We're going to go out on a major high here, right guys? Um, so track number nine, last track on the album, I'd Rather Die. No, I can't stop thinking about it too. There's a shadow hanging over me and you. But if we have to sit and cry, I think I'd rather die. So I'd rather die there. It wasn't the banger that I predicted, but <laughs> this is such a... It's like the shock factor, really, isn't it? This is not what you expected mm. from an alphabet album, but no. like, what an important message, what, how great to hear it from you guys. Uh, how did this song come about? Yeah, I definitely didn't expect us to do a song no. about uh, living in a world of climate change, <laughs> if you'd asked me six years ago. No. But uh, when, when, when Anders uh, presented those lyrics, I, would, I was just in love with them from the very first second because how how difficult is, is that you know to talk about that without being too preachy or holy I don't know if you say Danish it's just but but it's something that we all think about a lot you know everyone in our generation is almost everybody thinking about how, how do we live in this world knowing about climate change and how do we have a normal life but still try and you know be better each day um, and we just it's just kind of fun to, to be able to sing about that with a... Yeah, yeah a little... Some, it's, some it's, I wouldn't say, yeah, yeah, a little humour, I guess it's kind yeah. of... Uh, yeah. uh, it's our way of, yeah. of, of, of uh, yeah, making a mature, mature song, right? Because at the same time, we know that uh, if we were, uh, if you were a hundred percent onto that, you, we should never come back as a band and uh, travel around and all that kind of thing. No. So it is, it is a little like. Um, but everyone it's has just stuff, it's double standards yeah, about exactly. climate yeah, change, yeah. right? And, and it that's was what um, makes it so difficult. Yeah, and it's a beautiful. Actually, it's very. Uh, our keyboard player, he keeps, uh, he keeps, he's very emotional about this song for some reason. So he, cry, he cries. He gets every time. Yeah. 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 We haven't played it. We haven't played it live to an audience yet. But every time we really rehearse, it, he's like, "Damn it, I started crying again." <laughs> But it has that campfire feeling, you know, and we love that. We love going back to that because on the very first album there were a couple of, at least one song that was very campfirey and mm. yeah, it's a small song in that sense. Yeah. It's a small sound and it's a small. It's more like uh, a small song about a big thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we just just before we finish up because we're coming towards the end of our time, sadly. Yeah. Um, we always have some further listening at the end of an episode. 
just some further listening for our listeners to go away and discover more. Um, and for today, we'd love to hear from you about your favourite live tracks, so the tracks, some of the older tracks that you love to perform live. Yes. Um, and maybe as a little tease for some things you're thinking about for the tour as well next year. Yeah. Yes, I'm going to start. Okay. Up by saying, and maybe um, maybe it's because we played uh, played it at um, the London gig and it went down. Uh, You're really, going to say really the same really well. Oh yeah, that's why I wanted to start out. Yeah. It's uh, always up with you. trying to make uh, house music, uh, nice <laughs> house music in a way, and it's just, I think, we, we, we're, all, we, we're, into, we're into big choruses and all that kind of stuff, and, and, and big songs, but this is, this is just, this is, uh, this is more like a, a genre, kind of, uh, 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 mm. trying to, trying to, to do a, 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 our take on, on, on house music, and it's a very small chorus, it's just really, it was really into Black Box at that, at that time, and stuff stuff like that and it's uh, it's just that makes it really fun to play because there's there's, there's just uh, you're just building out that uh, that uh, 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 in, the, yeah. in the chorus and yeah. it's just I love that track and now I've got an excuse to put it in a cli- I put it into this episode yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but the, the the magical thing about it or the strange thing is that in Denmark that song doesn't go down particularly well people no. don't connect with it the same way so the it magical thing right. is playing it in the UK because when we played it at o- the Oslo venue, people were cheering just when the first notes, like and they were singing <laughs> every <laughs> single <laughs> word. Yeah. yeah, and it's yeah. a, it's all, it's it's a, it's a, it is a, a London or UK kind of song because That's we also wrote it here and recorded it yeah. and yes. you know in on uh, Hackney Road in Bedford yeah. Green. It's very kind of like to us at least. It's it's very specific to that time and that yeah. place. So, but the thing is because it's 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 a lot like a song like. It, it, it's very similar to uh, Holding My Heart uh, and uh, made at the same time, but Holding My Heart is a lot more. That's it, that's a lot more melody in the chorus and and it's uh, it's a bit slower and all that. And it's just this is just like this is just pure. This is just energy when we play live, and it's, uh, I, I guess that's what makes it special compared to a lot of the other songs because so many words and and uh, yeah. and, and melodies in the choruses, right? So this that's that's what I like. And you're going to choose the same ones? Did you have a second choice, perhaps? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, s- I'll stick to the same album though, I think I'll choose um, the spell. first songs for that album where we kind of you know figured out that this was gonna be that kind of sound that I was I was gonna get to sing that way you know I loved singing that way and I still do I love singing that that song because it's so yeah house R&B ish um, and powerful you know and I was like I loved Aretha Franklin growing up and stuff like I felt like I got to be you know 20% Aretha in that song yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> 
And uh, yeah, I just remember recording that song and uh, we lived together in a flat, the three yeah. of us. And, um, and standing there trying to figure out exactly how that is going to sound, you know. And people just shout out that song. Yeah. Like they sing along. I could, I could actually just turn the microphone towards the audience in that song and they'd sing every single key of note. Yeah. Which is a great feeling as a band. Yeah. Amazing. And one more? Yeah. I think I'm gonna go, you know, we were talking about rubber boots at the beginning. So, uh, and I'm, I'm actually going to go with that, not just because of, because of what you said, but because we, we rehearsed it just, for, just to try it out. We were just kind of trying it out um, a month ago. Uh, and I'm, I'm, now I'm talking about the very original version on the Danish album, which is like a rock kind of Yeah. Thing. It's like, it, I, I think we thought we were doing something like Blur or something at that point. We, we, yeah. We, we thought that was pretty which cool. Which sounds completely Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so I'm gonna go with that because it's, it's really, uh, it's just a completely different vibe uh, to a lot of the other stuff we've done, but it still feels like, it still feels true and uh, yeah. it is uh, again it's and an era yeah it's just a different time and a different yes. place but um, but actually I hope you have to, to play it if you have to if you want to listen to that song you can listen to it on oh, you have to go on YouTube you have to yeah. go on, on YouTube yeah. and find uh, early version of Rubber Boots uh, thanks so much guys we're out of time you. unfortunately but yeah thank you that's been was fascinating really interesting <laughs> really good well <laughs> We certainly had a giggle with Alphabet. We really did. I think they are our new best friend. I loved talking to them and just, they were so, so friendly. Yes. Uh, I did notice you um, you bottled it on one thing though, Will. We didn't, sadly didn't get a chance to talk about the album artwork. Because there was no song to do it. <laughs> no. But um, I would love to ask you about it now. Yeah, and you're right. And I did get totally carried away in the conversation. So the album artwork itself this is a great time to talk about a fantastic album artwork, I should There's say. There's the catchphrase. I'd hate for us to do an episode where I hadn't said that. It is, you've got Alphabet in their classic logo, classic font, in purple. Uh, and you've got the group there We're in blues and purple. Lovely. And, you know, the, the purple is the same shade as uh, Stein's top that she's got on. wonder what came first, the, the logo colour or the top colour? Uh, I also... Or we should have asked them, but also, if you get the vinyl of this album, it's a lovely shade of purple. It really is. And you're, you're a big fan of purple, actually, aren't you? I, it's my favourite colour. Is it? Mm. Oh, that's lovely. Purple, ultraviolet, mauve, however you want to call it. Indigo. Yes, yeah. yes, that too. So, two episodes of Track by Track this week, uh, and another one coming up on Tuesday. Dan, can you give us a hint of a tease? as to what's coming up next. Certainly. So earlier this week, we celebrated Halloween with Arcade Fire. So next week, remember, remember, it's the 5th of November. It's all about fireworks. That's the biggest hint I can give you. <laughs> uh, and it's uh, our first time talking about this American pop princess. Not pint-sized pop princess, just so, pop princess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to say anything more would be to give it away. So until next time, they were Alphabet. Goodbye. Goodbye. I've been Dan. I've been Will. Goodbye. Goodbye.